What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm Anthony Shetler, and my guest today is the legendary Nick Dompierre. Uh, it was good to catch up with Nick. We've been friends for many years, and uh, we talked about riding for real, Fibro, audio days, meeting Bam, Tony Hawk. Um, we also talked about breaking his neck, which is gnarly. Uh, and then making the transition from pro skater to finding a new career slash passion slash something he enjoys and could apply himself to, which is uh, lifting weights, modeling, nutrition, many things, man. Uh, it was really good to catch up with Nick. I love the kid. As always, if you'd like to support the All I Need podcast, the best way to do that would be to share this episode or any episode that you enjoy. That would be epic. Uh, and also, please check out the online All I Need skate shop uh, if you need a new board or some apparel. Thanks for listening. Now tuning into the All I Need podcast. But uh, I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me, and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape. And I fell in love with it, you know. This way? Yeah, keep it like that. That's perfect because it's uh, good for YouTube like that. Okay. Did you get a alert? Alert? Um, oh, yeah, it says Anthony is recording the call. Yeah. Nice. All right. I guess we're good, yeah. bud. Hell yeah, Nick. Um, it's been a long time since you came on. Last time was like years ago, man. You were yeah. on early. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a super long time ago. Yeah, so maybe because of that, we should, uh, like I was just saying, um, start at the top. Maybe explain to people how you got into skating and uh, where it took you from there. Okay, so I got into skateboarding when the Livesey Skate Park opened up. <laughs> so I, I would go over there and just, like, ride my bike and stuff. And then I saw, like, the whole Solstice crew, like, skating and all that. And then um, I would go to my cousin's house and borrow his skateboard after school every day and then just go down to the skate park and skate all day long. And then, uh, when it got dark, I'd go home and then it was just basically repeating that over and over and over. And then, um, yeah, I just became like super addicted to it. Like I, I fell in love with it and it's like all I wanted to do. I'd be in school, like waiting for the time to go by so I can go to the skate park and skate. And then, um, so yeah, I just kept at it and I actually met Anthony. I met, met Shetler and, um, started skating with him a little bit going like street skating with like Bob Costa and and everybody and like Zared and and um Tremblay and so like as I kept like progressing getting better you know skating with people that were better than me and like kept motivating me to want to get better and then um I kept going up to Fiber with you I mean up to New York City to uh skate all like the Fiber demos and stuff and then um got i was flow trash for fibro for a while you actually that phrase was coined because of you <laughs> yeah i was like the og flow trash the, the originator because they used to like beat me up and shit and make me clean the van and sleep on the floor congrats congrats <laughs> yeah thanks man <laughs> someone's Wait, gotta be I, that guy 
Yeah, it was super fun. And um, so, yeah, I just kept skating and skating. And I turned amateur for five borough and um, just kept going on trips, skating contests. And then um, Real actually reached out to me to, like, skate for Real, Spitfire, Thunder. Um, but, like, I didn't want to leave five borough, you know. So I, I skated for, like, Spitfire. I skated for Thunder. And then, you know, after we did talk, like, you know, after months and months went on, you said it'd be like really good for me, like a good opportunity, you know, to skate for real because it's like, um, you know, really big company. And like, it's always a dream of mine to like, you know, be a pro skateboarder, you know? Well, so what was the, what was the differences between riding for Fibro and then going to Rio? Like what, what was the difference? More trips and more projects? Yeah, it was more travel, even though I traveled a lot with Fibro, you know, it'd be like a lot around like New York city, but then like, you know, when I started skating for real, they started flying me to like California all the time. And then we started doing like road trips across the U.S. and stuff. And, you know, it was super cool. And then like um, I met like the whole like deluxe squad and stuff. So it was it was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heavy squad, dude, for sure. Yeah. And, and for some reason, if I feel like there's at that time, there would just be more opportunity working with deluxe because they had so many brands and bigger budget and stuff like that to, to do more stuff absolutely yeah how long did you ride for for real um from like 17 to maybe 27 26 wow i forget like i forget the year where i where i it was i, I think it was to like 2014 or 15 yeah, it was a, it was like around the time when I, I was filming my real street thing and uh, with Joey Brzezinski. And then I was just like, you know, I just kind of wanted to just do my own thing and just not really skate for anybody, you know. So then I just kept skating. And then um, from there, I ended up going back to Massachusetts after, you know, filming that real street thing. Um, and then and then it's just like skating really slowed down from there. You know, since I was in Massachusetts, I wasn't really like pressured to really skate and like skating like wasn't my job so I was kind of like trying to figure out what else to do with my life you know yeah totally I was gonna say uh the real street thing that was like an x games online contest right yeah yeah so that was uh that was in 2014 and uh actually before that is like I broke my neck in like 2011 you know so then it was like from there it was like shit like I didn't think I was ever gonna skate again but then like I, I healed up I started skating more and then um, I filmed like my banging at the barracks and then Mike Sinclair reached out to me and he's like, hey, would, would you like to film a real street? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm down. So then I filmed that and that was like super fun. It was like really fun to have a project to work on. So like film that stuff with Brzezinski. And then when I went back home to Mass, it was like, uh, I don't really have much to do in terms of like skating. I was still skating, having fun and stuff, but like I didn't really have like anything to film for. And, you know, it wasn't like, I was getting paid to skate anymore and I was like shit like well, what am I gonna do you know so it was like kind of like a career change you know yeah it's I, I totally get what you're saying because it's it's one thing when you have like a team and people working on things and you all motivate and you have projects you're working on and you're all just like you, you have that you know but then what happens when you do all that because you did you did the amateur thing you filmed all the video parts you're on the cover of basically all the magazines and interviews and you did you exhausted what you could with who you were with and then it's like now you just kind of feel aimless because it's like what do I do now you know yeah it's kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> it's super scary 
Yeah, man, totally. And it's hard to think of that because it's just like you're to become a pro skateboarder and to do it on the level that you did it at. You had to be sing singularly focused on just that thing. So yeah. it's, and I'm just like you, and most of us like skateboarding probably helped develop you to who you were at that point. So it's like to just have nothing to work on and just go yeah. what the fuck's next. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of tough, man. It was really tough. What? Let's let's um two questions. First is how'd you link up with uh Joey? How'd you meet Joey? Uh, I met Joey through meeting Ernie Torres. So basically, um, when I was skating for real, I was getting like flowed from like um, Etnies, and then I was skating, you know, like some America shoes. I didn't, I didn't really have like a a real like shoe sponsor, and so then I was going on some real trips, and then you know Ernie was skating for Audio at the time. And um, then I met like Travis Howell and like a, a couple people and um, Ernie like introduced me to them and, and hit them up and asked me, asked them if I could get some shoes. So then I started getting like some flowed shoes from audio and then I started going on trips. So like pretty much Ernie got me into like the audio squad. And then from there I met like Joey and then, you know, Nesser, uh, Montoya, Kenny Anderson, like the whole squad, Brian Brown. Yeah, it was so yeah. yeah good crew that was like such a cool cool crew a collection of people you know for a shoot yeah Salego, like dude we had like the best trips man it was oh, super bro. fun dude ed Salego, so good man yeah <laughs> how so and uh, you also had a shoe with them right yeah yeah it was my first pro shoe how'd that come to be um shit man just skating um stacking clips photos of magazines like it, it was crazy because it's like I wasn't skating to try to like make money or to like to get a pro shoe. Like I was just doing my thing, and um, you know, audio recognized it and like, oh, we we want we like we want to pay you more. I was like, okay, all right, cool, that's awesome, you know. So then just kept skating, doing my thing, and then they, like they they let me do like a colorway for like a a shoe, like the Hamilton shoe, because that was like my favorite shoe to skate. So I did like my own colorway from there. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope, you know. And then like, like oh, we want you to design your own shoe. I was like, what, really? I was like, all right, hell yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so then like designed my own shoe, like a bunch of different colors. And like, um, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like it, it, everything just like started happening when I was just basically just doing my thing, you know. Yeah, and at that time too, uh, audio was everywhere, man. That must have been a trip. So, like, yeah. Your shoes were probably carried all over the world pretty mm -hmm. much, right? Yeah, Birdman was on the team. Bam was on the team. I was gonna say you met Bam through audio too. Yeah, well, I met Bam through through Roger Bagley. So um, I went to stay with Roger in Philly once, and then we ended up going to Bam's house to like skate like his his driveway because that was around the time when when Roger was filming for uh, I forget that was it the Unholy Union show or Jackass Jackass I, I believe it was around the time. They were filming Jackass because Roger was like doing some of the work too. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so he had he had like a key to his house, and we just went to his house and like skated the driveway and stuff. It was super dope. Like, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, what? Like, I'm at Bam's house. <laughs> yeah, it seems like wild because Bam's still on that. Like, he just invites people out to his house. Like, a couple of like Dickie J, our homies out there. Like, yeah, he, like lives there. <laughs> Oh, it seems like Bam just takes in characters and just, like, they become the house of Bam together. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I think he's got, like, a park going, a pretty big park going right now. Yeah, 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 he does. They just finished it, I believe. That's cool. Did you get a travel with the audio of it? 
Yeah, dude, I traveled so much with audio, like all across the U.S., um, going to Europe. Uh, yeah, man, we had some of like the best trips, man. They're always just super fun because the crew is so dope, you know? Yeah, yeah. was it demos mostly or? Demos, signings, um, skating street, stacking clips and stuff. Like, yeah, it was good times, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, okay, well, let, let's move forward. So kind of back to where you have to like reinvent yourself. You did the skateboard thing. You had the injury. You, I, you worked your way through the injury, and now where do you go, man? What's your thoughts? Where do you go? Yeah, so um, basically after I broke my neck, that was in 2011. I was unsure, so I was unsure if I was ever gonna skate again. So like, you know, during like the physical therapy aspect of it, like I, I was introduced to like basically resistance training. So I kind of started, I was like, wow, this is kind of cool, you know, challenging your body to get stronger. So then I started like going to the gym and I was like, well, it's like, it's like a whole new world. You know, it was like, it was like basically a, a skate park for me, you know, but it was like all like gym equipment. So it was like going to the skate park for the first time, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this place is badass, you know, so I'm like, there's so many like just weights, equipment, all this stuff. And there's so much to learn. So then I got like super interested in like training and how to make yourself grow, how to get strong. And so I was doing that. And then like I was starting to feel better, like, you know, skating. I was pushing around a little bit, but like my my whole neck and my whole back and everything was like super stiff and tight because like for so long I, I couldn't like I couldn't turn my neck. I would kind of have to like do this, you know what I mean, to talk to somebody. So it was like pretty gnarly. I, I try to like sneeze and like my body would just like stop me because like it, it couldn't take the trauma. I'd go to sneeze and it would just like, you know, when you block your nose and you can't sneeze, like yeah. when you kind of hold it, like I would go to sneeze, but I was trying to let it out, but like it just wouldn't even happen. It was crazy. So, um, yeah, like not being able to turn your head just in normal life sucks, but then trying to skate like that, it doesn't make sense at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I couldn't, you know, I just, I was so scared because like, I thought like it was going to break because everything was so tight, you know? So like after like months and months and months, I finally like things started to loosen up a bit and, um, you know, I started skating more and then I went out to Cali and stayed with like Roger for a bit. And then, um, that's when I filmed my banging at the barracks. So if you go to see that, I was like pretty heavy, you know, I got like kind of, I was bigger, but I was like kind of like fatter too, because I was like, <laughs> It was kind of around like when I after broke breaking my neck, so I was like, all right, whatever, you know. So pudgy neck, pudgy neck. Yeah, I was I was thick, bro. If you go check out the the, the banging, like everything about me is just like thick. So um, yeah, after that I filmed the banging, and then uh, that's when Sinclair asked me to do the real street thing. And so around the time where I was filming for the real street thing, I was like, I want to get my um, personal trainer certificate. You know, I just want to have that, you know, so then I like during that time I was filming the um, the real street, I was studying for my my personal training certificate. So I was doing all the courses and stuff online. And so then I ended up getting like my personal training certificate because I was like, oh, cool. This is like I, I have an option, you know. So then like I started doing like some online coaching. I was coaching people through the Internet, you know, like giving them workout plans, like uh, handling their nutrition to help them change their body in whatever way that they wanted so i was like oh cool you know i'm gonna i'll start doing this um, so, so, uh sorry i just got a question about that so 
you'd have to like video with the person or they send you photos and stuff with questions and yeah so i do um i'll have like mandatory weekly check-ins so that way like they'll send me progress photos see how they're doing and i I give them like a whole spreadsheet to use during the week so that way like when it's time for them to check in i can review the whole spreadsheet see if they were staying consistent see where their body weight went see how they're feeling how's their sleep um how's their recovery and then i'll assess their photos and then based upon like the data that i have I'll make adjustments accordingly to whatever their goal is, whether it be fat loss or whether it be to, you know, build muscle, get stronger. So um, I started doing that for a while. Well, I'm still doing that currently. Um, But after the real street thing, that's when I went back to New Bedford and then like I was just kind of skating around for fun. And, you know, I was kind of doing more online coaching than like, you know, filming skateboarding. You know, there was no more money to be made through skateboarding because I didn't have like sponsors and I was just like all right cool I was just trying to really accept it but it was very hard you know I'm like oh no wait I can I can still skate you know but it was just like I didn't have like the sponsors hitting me up for like oh you have any footage or or anything you know it was just like I, I, it was just me like you know skating again for fun yeah so, plus you got you got into skating young and like everyone knew you as that dude like you were like famous in this area like just as a live li- like a local legend you know like this kid is great at skateboarding he did this he skated with tony bam like it's your whole thing so like yeah that's got to be hard right there yeah it was crazy it, it was super hard to just kind of like let it go and just let it be it, it is what it is you know so um i was still skating but then i was like doing a lot more training focusing more on the gym and stuff and then um from there what do you like is it the the fact that you can work out you get that same like um adrenaline pump like what's is there any similarities to like why you like training in skating yeah i mean there is it's like you know like with both training and skateboarding there's always progression you can always get better you know you can learn new tricks or you can you know say like get stronger at a lift and add like say five pounds to it you know it's like say it's like a a personal record you wanted to hit and then you end up hitting that record and it's like it gives you that hype and like you're just like hell yeah you're stoked but like there, there's nothing like rolling away from a trick that you've been battling you know what I mean there's there's no feeling that can really like take that you know like when yeah. you're battling a trick and you just roll away and you got it on film and you're just like you're just so hyped you know yeah it's just like you aligned all the stars you got your courage lined up and just like there it is you know yeah so um yeah I mean I just have a very addictive personality so when I got into the gym it's like I go full bore you know what I mean I'm like all right I want to be the best that I could possibly be like pretty much anything I do like I want to be as great as I can you know as best as I could possibly be you know it was like with skateboarding it's like I wasn't trying to be better than anybody I was just trying to be as good as I can and see how far I could push myself you know it was just like I would look at gaps and like all right, this is pretty cool. Like I couldn't really get super tech, but I could go a lot faster and like a little bit further, you know, that type of shit was easier for me. You know what I mean? So like, that's how I like to skate. I like to skate big ass shit. Cause I can do kind of like basic tricks opposed to like, you know what I mean? Like people doing like nollie flip crooks down like this crazy shit. I can't do that. You know, or I mean, like I've done, like, Joey or Joey Brzezinski type. Skating. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've done like some, some nollie heel flip crooks on some stuff, but like, like, you know, like, these dudes get, like, switch kickflip back tails down, like, hubbers and shit. Like, I can't do that, bro. Like, Insane. you know what I mean? 
So like, I would just try to skate like bigger things and like that type of stuff was like super fun for me. You could tell though, like from an outside perspective that you like gave it your all and you really, you, you were someone who was trying to be the best you could be, you know, you weren't just, just like relying on your, your, uh, your personality or whatever. You were like letting your skating speak for yourself, for you. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, always appreciate that. Hell yeah. Like it, it. Like, I still think about it. Like, I, I still want to skate. I would love to, like, film another part. It's something I, I really want to do. But it's, like, I'm so busy with, like, my YouTube stuff, my training nutrition stuff, modeling. It's, like, I can't just, like, not do that for, like, say, a couple months and just skate, you know, because it's, like, I have to do that. But, like, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, and I'm, like, dude, I would love to be able to, like, just put in time and, like, skate every day, take time off of the gym so that way, like, my legs are fresh, my, my central nervous system is fully recovered and I can just skate, you know what I mean? So like, we'll kind of see what happens. Maybe I can just find some time to do it, but like, it's something I, I've really been wanting to do. Um, so did you have any weirdness with like, cause you said modeling and lifting weights and stuff like that. So, and you know how skateboarding is or how it was, it was like, it's a weird transition to like oh, big time. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of people like, you know, I got some hate when I, fir I, I first posted, like, my first selfie, like, just kind of, like, in the mirror, like, showing, like, my progress, like, my abs and stuff. And, like, you know, skaters look at that shit and, like, oh, that shit's whack. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some of them just don't understand, you know? And it's, like, dude, listen, like, I've accomplished a lot with my body. I'm proud of it. I'm just, like, showing my progress pictures and I'm just maybe trying to motivate some people, you know, to maybe, like, start working out a little bit, eat a little bit better. You know, I'm not trying to, like show off and be like, Oh, look at, look at this. You know what I mean? I'm just showing like my progress because I'm proud, you know? So like with skateboarding, it's like a lot of skaters are just like skateboarding only, but like they'll come to find out later on in life. Like I had to, that there's more to life than just skateboarding because when skateboarding say over or like, say like something happens where you blow out your freaking knee or, or whatever. And it's like, I can't really skate anymore. It's like, now what? You know what I mean? So it's like you got to kind of like be open minded and just understand that there's more to life than just skateboarding. Of course, skateboarding will always be there and I will forever skate. But like it basically like breaking my neck basically forced me to open my eyes and like try out other avenues in life, you know, which led me to do the training and nutrition stuff, YouTube stuff, modeling, you know, and now it's like I do it all. Like I still skate, but it's not like my job like it was you know yeah and your sole identity is not just skating it's not just like that's yeah. all it is you know it that's... makes sense man i think what it is is maybe skating is inherently like a younger person thing you know like like young people get psyched on skating and maybe they're insecure and like it's easy to make fun of stuff too which is always fun you know and then yeah, uh, yeah. and like like i said you have to kind of focus on skating because you can get hurt if you're half-assing it so a lot of skaters are fully focused on just skating so yeah. anything outside that world is like strange and weird, you sure. know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely, I agree full hearted, man. Like even if you kept your career going, like in you, at some point you're going to hit an age where you're just like, I got to do something, you know, <laughs> like, like Tony Hawk might be the only dude, you know, who's lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So let's dive into that world of like, maybe a first modeling job and where's like, what have you done with that? Um, so for modeling, uh, like 
that it basically happened from like people just telling me like oh dude you should do you should do like some modeling i'm like yeah whatever you know what i mean and then i was just like after so much time of people like yeah you should try i'm like all right you know what do i get to lose so i ended up um submitting my photos to this agency in boston which they're like the best agency in boston and so i went up there gave my photos and like my application and like okay come back in an hour you'll have a meeting with casey so i came back in an hour had the meeting with the, the guy who runs it the boss and he's like all right so why uh why do you want to get into modeling i was like ah oh, seriously a lot of people told me like you could be a model you should be a model and I have a lot of experience around like cameras, you know, I've been a pro skateboarder pretty much my whole life, you know, or, or a skateboarder around like photography equipment, uh, video cameras, you know, so I'm very comfortable around cameras. So I was like, you know, I just want to give it a try. And he's like, all right, cool. You know, like you have a great look. We'd love to work with you. I was like, all right, awesome. Cool. So I, I got in. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. So that got me like super like hyped. And then I got like my first modeling job, it was with uh what's the name of the company uh they make like all kinds of stuff like um like safety glasses for like uh job sites generators i forget the I, actual name i saw like brookstone was that one that was one of them yeah i did i did one for brookstone which was really cool to like go in a store and then like to see my face on a box of like a massage thing and then people, <laughs> people like tagging me on like instagram and putting it on the story like around the world i'm like dude that's crazy you know so it was really awesome um yeah i've done like a, a bunch of different model shoots but and it's it's really cool it's really easy it's basically like hurry up and wait you know you're, you're kind of sitting around a lot um and then they're just kind of setting up the the different scene or whatever then you get on set on set you're there modeling for like maybe 20 minutes all right next one so it's like a lot of downtime, which, you know, I just bring like my laptop and stuff. I just work in between. So it's like, I'm able to get a lot of work done while I'm working. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It sounds way easier than trying to film a fucking banger. <laughs> Dude, for real. You don't get hurt. You just kind of sit there. If they need to do your makeup, they come up. If you're sweating a little bit, they come up to like, you know, you just, you just stand there. Like it's, it's, it's pretty funny. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, uh, so if you could, have one modeling job out there like what's the dream job for modeling like what's the what's the top of the mountain you could imagine that you'd be super stoked if that just happened yeah um i really don't know i never really thought about like having like the best model job but i've really thought about like i'd really like to get into acting i think that could be really cool like maybe like getting to like some movie stuff like i haven't like dipped my my toes in that type of stuff yet but it's like I know I can do anything as long as I try and if I meet the right people and I can get into like some acting, I think I could go pretty far with that. So do that's definitely a goal of mine. Do you think like um, doing the YouTube stuff kind of helped or is helping with that or like a starting of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like when I first started YouTube, I was like super shy. I could barely like talk to the camera. I'd be like pretty nervous in public because people were watching me and I, I just kind of like be a little quiet, pretty monotone, you know, but now it's like, I'm so comfortable. I've been doing it for so long that like, it doesn't phase me. And it's, it's actually helped me open up a lot more and like, just kind of like, like add more character to myself. You know what I mean? So it's, it's been pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's rad, man. I remember watching from the beginning when you started with social media and stuff and totally you started off timid and quiet and monotone, but then, 
you could see as you got confident and you just like start to come into your own and like, cause I hung out with you a bunch without all the cameras and you know, like just as friends. And I knew you had a funny personality, little yeah. starter, bro. Like I knew you were like, you yeah, know, but it's cool to see you get comfortable with it. It's a hard thing to do. Like people are struggling with like trying to use social media and these platforms to like create like a job or something, a passion project, but you kind of have to, it forces you to develop your character and your, your ability to speak and how to like yeah. it's like a mirror because you know you're recording and people are seeing it and you're getting feedback in real time half the time so it's like it's like skating it's like you start off not so good but if you apply yourself you know absolutely yeah yeah, and yeah when i started youtube it was like never to like make money or anything like i was making like three videos a week just because i like simply liked it you know it was around the time when um you know i got my personal training certificate and I was like, dude, I want to, I was watching a lot of YouTube at the time. So I was watching people like do like day in the life stuff, like them going to the gym, working out, doing like their exercises and then going home and then showing the meals that they make and just kind of like what they eat and like tracking macros and all that. And I was like, dude, I want to do that. So then I like, you know, got a, I started with my cell phone. So then like went to the gym, was filming stuff and then like filming like just my full entire day and I was like yes all right I, I go home and like upload the footage start editing and I was like dude I was making like three videos a week just because I was like I got addicted to it you know like yeah same thing with like the training you know like when I start something I'm like dude I want to just I just want to do it you know yeah. so it was really cool and like I just been consistent you know since like 2015 and now it's like I'm almost at like 160,000 subscribers which is pretty crazy wow. yeah epic dude yeah, and my support system is amazing. Like, dude, I have, like, seriously, like, some of – I have the best audience, which is, like, really cool. You know, everybody's super supportive. Every time I release a video, they're super stoked. You know, everybody's commenting and just – they show mad love. And, you know, so, like, I stay consistent. I, I make good content. And, uh, you know, I, I'm super thankful for that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, cr creating content, putting it online, and having, like, a good support of people, it, it helps you, like – it helps you stay grateful because you're just like the feedback and just people's positive. Like it's unbelievable how many epic people are out there. And it's like, yeah. you just pay attention and like, it's, it's just reciprocal, you know, you like help each yeah. other. Cause there's like, I, I digest content as much as I create it, you know, and I need, we need to do both, you know, and it, it helps the feedback helps, you know? Yeah. Um, I wanted to go back to like the, when you first started working out, like, at, do you think so you got injured and then you started like rehabbing and going to the gym because of that and then like what made you think that you could like build your body up like because you were actually you're pretty big always I mean you're a little dude at first but then when you like hit puberty you got pretty big yeah did you feel like this was something you were going to be able to do that, that your body was meant for it because some people probably could work out as much as you and it wouldn't do shit yeah well it's just you gotta know what you're doing you know what I mean you, you have to feed your body because if you aren't feeding your body it's not going to be able to grow you know what I mean so you got to be eating plenty of protein plenty of carbohydrates to support your training give you the fuel and enough fat for like hormonal balance so overall total calories is most important but dialing in your macronutrients which is like protein carbs and fat that's when you can really like like dial it in and like progress with your strength recovery all that yeah. so um yeah i was like i i took weightlifting in high school as like just a class so i was like all right cool you know i'll take this i don't have to read or write shit you know so like 
I took that as a class and like I would just you know do some exercise or whatever. I didn't really take it that serious, but obviously I was in there as a like pushing myself because I wanted to like be strong, you know. But like skateboarding was my thing, you know. After school, I'd skate. Like there was no thought of the gym or anything. The only time I thought about the gym is like when I was like, all right, I have to go to gym for the next class, you know. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was like yeah, like after breaking my neck and like doing the physical therapy and all that and you know, like I, I couldn't skate, so I was like, shit, what am I gonna do? So I was like, oh, you know, I kind of like this like resistance training stuff. So I started going to the gym, going to like workout world and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I just, I guess I'm gonna just work out and see what happens, you know. So then I just stayed consistent, and then you know, I started feeling better, and then started skating, and then you know that led to like getting my personal training certificate, and now it's like I have clients all around the world that I coach, so. That's right. Yeah. It makes sense you got into working out, though, because, like, half the thing about skating that we like is that it's a physical thing, and you use your body, and you sweat, and your heart, and it gets you, like, you feel alive when you do some yeah. sort of workout, you know? Absolutely, yeah. So it makes sense that you'd go into something physical, you know? Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Um, Yeah, so the YouTube's been good, and then co- doing the coaching right now and modeling when you can and stuff. That's good. And you're down in Florida? Yeah, yeah, Sarasota. Why down there? Why are you located there? Well, I came down here in the beginning of 2018 because... Uh, <laughs> I like this one for you. <laughs> I mean, the, hell yeah. I came down in the beginning of 2018 to visit um, some family. And it was like wintertime then. And I had just left California and I came here. And I was supposed to go back to Mass, but it was like snowing super cold i'm like dude like i'm like screw that shit like i'm just gonna stay so i ended up staying bro from like february of 2018 till like now (laughs) so like i got a car down here i got like a hyundai elantra like a 2013 super good on gas i like it i travel a lot too I, i go down to miami a lot i go up to tampa um so yeah this is basically home base and i just went up to to massachusetts um the beginning of august for like the the Portuguese feast, visit friends, family, and uh, I might come up at the end of uh, September too. So oh, yeah, yeah, like it's chill. It's warm weather year round. It does rain a lot in the summertime, and it's kind of hot, but I'll take it over the snow any day. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you said end of September. We're gonna do a fall brawl at Skater's Edge, uh, like October early, like first weekend, I think the fifth or something like that. So if you're around, you have to come hang out, make it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be dope. It'll make me oh. skate. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a skate park near you? Yeah, there is uh, the Bradenton Skate Park, which is okay. Like, I, I I usually post, like, clips from there. Like, the most recent stuff that I skated is, like, skating there. And then there's also uh, the St. Pete Skate Park. That's really dope. They just opened that place up. It's, like, a dope poured concrete. Like, and it has, like, some big stuff, too. So, I, I really like it. And then uh, Skate Park of Tampa is, like, right in Tampa, too. Hell yeah, St. Petersburg. Yeah. I've wanted to. I want to say we stopped at that park, but I'll have to see some footage to like know for sure. Yeah, I skated there with Steve R. Um, a few months ago. Hell yeah! What was yeah, he doing? Was, was he, uh, he was just doing like a little trip. Sick. So it was dope. Yeah, we um we had dinner and stuff. Like it was dope catching up. Yeah, Steve's the man, and he's always doing something, man. Dude, yeah, like he's still like the same Steve that I met like, bro, like twenty years ago. 
It's insane, dude. I ran into him recently too at like Far Rockaway Skate Park outside the city, and I just went there randomly with our my homies, and he was just there, and I'm like, yeah. it felt like I was back on the team, dude. I was For real, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love Steve, man. He, he's such a great dude. I know, he's such a legend, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right. Um, let's see. Back to skating. Let's go back to skating a little bit. Um. Who was working at Deluxe, like, behind the scenes when you were there? I know it was Matt Newton, right? Matt Newton, yeah. He's, he's like, the original dude that got me set up with, like, Spitfire and Thunder. Yeah. Oh, that's actually what I wanted to ask you, too, was, like, when you started riding for real and all that stuff, like, how'd you make a living? Um, For them, like, I was still in, like, high school. So, like, I was still living with, like, my mom and stuff. Um... But then after high school was when I was, like, able to travel more. And I still wasn't really, like, making any money or anything. I was, like, on flow. But then if, like, I would get, like, a photo in a magazine, I would get, like, some photo incentive. So I'd get, like, maybe, like, 250 bucks or something. And, like, 250 bucks to, like, a 17-year-old kid is, hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, nowadays it's, like, you can't – I mean, you can buy some food and shit. But, like, bills are so expensive, you know? It so but, fast. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just kept skating and like, as I got better, it was just like, they just kept paying me more. You know, it wasn't like I was asking for like a raise or, or anything. It was just like, I did my job, I guess, you know, like, and now that I think about it, like, I think back now, you know, now that I'm older and I realize marketing and all that shit, like, you know, back then it was like, I was basically doing marketing for them. I was wearing their, their product, skating good at the demos and stuff. And, you know, people saw that. And it's like, now it, like, makes sense to me where it's like, okay, like, this is why they sponsor you. You know what I mean? To wear their stuff and, like, have their logo on you for people to see. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, if I knew what I know now, like, back then, um, it would, like, marketing and shit, like, dude, I'd be, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you just know how to market yourself as you, like, get older. Yeah, definitely. That's you, under, you understand it a lot more. When you're a kid, you're just like, yay, let's skateboard, you know? Yeah, it's, you it's just, you're, cool. you're just stoked to be there at some point. Absolutely, you know? yeah. You're not thinking about, like, a job. You're just like, I'm here. I don't even know why, but let's go. Yeah. They want to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good thing, though. Yeah. What do you think? What do you? How do you think about skateboarding nowadays? Now that you're outside of it and like looking in at the whole industry and like, it's definitely changed a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's changed a a real lot. Like I, it was a while. Like when when I was just basically doing the fitness stuff around like 2016, 2017, I was skating a little bit, but like I wasn't paying attention to skateboarding whatsoever, you know. And then like. You know, I started skating more in, like, 2018 and, like, this year and then, like, started watching, like, more skateboarding. And it just seems really different from, you know, back when I was skating. You know, there wasn't even, like, Instagram back then. You know, it was all about, like, skate mags and skate videos. That's how you heard about people, you know. It wasn't, like, just overnight this kid became famous because he's nasty at skateboarding on Instagram and someone shared his post. And then it's just, like, you know, it's crazy now and everybody is so good. Like, everybody is so advanced to where it's like, dude, like, I, I don't even get it. You know, like, I don't understand. It's crazy, bro. I know, I know. It's wild. Well, back, back, yeah, back when I was, like, 
like on my on my shit you know skating like like 2005 2006 that's when like I was like on point you know what I mean and like the stuff that I was doing like yeah it was like pretty gnarly it was like down big gaps and big stuff but they were kind of like basic tricks you know now it's like dudes are doing like switch big spin heel flips down like the shit I was jumping like down doing like a kick flip or something or backside flip yeah, yeah you know what I mean it's just like what the whole bar has just been raised yeah I think it's just because like people progressively like as skating sinks into culture it's like people get it earlier and earlier so then they just built the, the muscle memory and they like and it's weird too because like I feel like nowadays it's not about so gnarliness anymore like people I always worry about video parts too like but full videos still keep coming out you know yeah so, but yeah, it is like weird with all the phone. It's just like everything. You could just have a video part whenever, really, if you just got someone you will film you with your phone, you know? Like yeah. for us, dude, we had to get Bob out in the fucking video, <laughs> Bob, it's almost snowing out. Let's go fucking yeah. skate behind Shaw's or something. <laughs> that shit was so fun, bro. <laughs> Firing up the generator. Like, dude. Dude, I was just talking right. to so, I was just talking to someone the other day. I was like, I haven't filmed with a generator in years, dude. I wish yeah. that was like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Remember going up to New Hampshire, meeting up with Trembley and shit? Yeah. Like yeah. five AM. We're skating like those rails. Yeah, outside. Yeah. Just lighting them up. They're, those rails were insane, dude. That's the best yeah. feeling. You're just like out there and no one's out there. It's quiet. Like it's lit up. It's like time to skate this thing. That's yeah. that's killing, dude. Yeah, dude. Shit, man. I wish I could go back. Yeah, man. I've been, I've, I've been skating a bunch. Like I'm, I've been out. I haven't been skating as much as I used to, but I'm still like going out skating. Like I went out with Westgate the other day and got a clip, which I was really stoked on. I've been, film, oh, yeah. I've been filming a lot more because I always go like with all these epic skaters. Like wherever we go, that parks are just full of like people that kill it nowadays. Like you were saying. That I'm just like I feel obligated almost to film over skate, you know. Like sometimes I try to do like 50/50 or like because I get antsy, you know. But like it's hard sometimes. I go and I'm like I almost just want to watch this more than I want to actually skate, you know. Yeah. Just strange. Yeah. Now, like every time I go skate, I'm like I want to skate, but like I want to film a clip. Like I want to film something so I could just like post on Instagram. But yeah. I always go skating by myself, so I always have to like set my phone up with like tripod and it's such a pain in the ass to try to film yourself you know yeah yeah totally i think that's why people like me because i'll just film for them and i'll send them their clips and I'm like, yeah i'm like a film bot because i'm just like yeah like you guys are killing it like let me just turn the camera on you you know yeah <laughs> well shit man when i go up there and like the end of september I'll, I'll see how long i'm gonna be there but it'd be dope to like link up and skate and like kick it let's skate for sure you know, man We'll film some clips too. I'll get a clip. You'll get a little trade off or something like that. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That'll be sick. We'll do a little edge edit or something. Yeah. I've been skating a lot more like uh, with like with young kids too, because I've been doing skate lessons on like the weekends. Yeah. So like they just forced me to skate like low impact fun stuff. Yeah, and that's hell like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like helping so much with just like helping me feel healthy because. It's like I'm skating, but I'm not destroying my body. You know how it is. Like yeah, you're just slamming. You're just like, uh You get to a certain level on your board, it's almost like you forget to warm up and you just jump into it, you know? And it's like yeah. you're so damaged that way, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the kids got me by skating the four-foot quarter pipe for like an hour and a half, and I'm just like, I feel like good. It's low impact. I was skating. I feel sharp. And then like, 
And then I go film a clip and ruin all the progress. I'm like, just tear on my muscles, <laughs> slam, I'm beat up for a week. I'm like, oh. Those hippers, all that shit. I feel like every bit I'm 36, I'm like Grant Settler <laughs> out in the streets. <laughs> I got a clip the other day that I was so stoked on. Like, and I, It's because I was skating with Brandon, and he's like golden child, you know? He's just like forever young. Westgate, forever young. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm so, so stoked good. for him, man. He's killing it. Yeah, man. You hear a funny story about him is we were out skating. We went to this spot in Boston and it was a New Balance like store and they had like a building too, like some big, it looked like a headquarters or maybe a stadium or something that they branded. And uh, there's a skate spot out there and skating with Westgate and I'm like, dude, you have to film a line here. He's like, what if they kick you out? I'm like, dude, you're working. Like, just tell them. <laughs> yeah. Like, they know, they gotta know. You know, I'm like, you're not getting kicked out, dude. It's a perfect street spot at a New Balance thing. You gotta do this. Like, Hell yeah. And then, uh, yeah. so he's filming this line and he's he's getting this crazy line and then I'm like, I'm gonna go in and see if they got a shoe. And I go in and, and like, the place is pretty big and they got like five people. I walk by like five different people that work there and they're just like, can I help you? I'm like, I'm just browsing, just browsing. And then one lady finally, like, cornered me and was like, we got skate shoes. And, like, she showed me. She's like, we got the Westgate and uh, uh, the Foy, you know. And she, like, brought me over. And I was like, yeah, he's outside right now skating. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's, you're, this is a shoe. Like, <laughs> That's so dope. They didn't kick us out either. They are like, cool about it. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was sick, man. I was like, that was a strange day, but that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I've been skating a bunch, though, for sure. We just did Robstock, too. Uh, low Cards Robstock. You ever heard of that? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just did that. Um, we all just piled out there, drove like five and a half hours and camped in Maine. And they got this crazy mini ramp. And after dark, it turns into like drunken backyard wrestling with like the Maine locals and shit. <laughs> and uh, I got... I dropped an edit today of, like, the skating during the day, and then uh, I'm going to upload the second part, which is, like, it's, like, a half an hour of people just saying, fuck that chair, and, like, jumping off the <laughs> Like, so many random slams of drunk people, like, just walking and just eating shit on a mini ramp, and, like, it's the most intense, awesome thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we just, like, camped out, and it's, like, Rob, uh, who owns Low Card, his family has, like, property up there with a house, and it's, like, decaying into the swamps of Maine, and they just built ramps up to his house, and, like, there's a mini ramp, and he just invites, like, 200 people, basically, and they just all go out, and we just, like, camp for a day or two, and just, there's cliff jumping, and there's, like, gnarly skateboarders that come and destroy this ramp, like, <laughs> it's so crazy. They've been doing that for years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember hearing about it, like, back in the day, like, Robstock. Yeah. But I if never went. Into, if you're into camping, you should try to go because yeah. uh, it's like out in the middle of nowhere. But <laughs> yeah, this year was exceptionally fun for some reason. We just had a big crew and then like everybody had the spirit and knew what they were getting into. So we just made it work, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, did you think of uh, what your dream modeling job would be? Like aim big, dude. I'm saying like. <laughs> I want to try to manifest something epic here. Like, for uh, me, it'd be, like... Maybe modeling for, like, Calvin Klein underwear or something. Or, like, Diesel. <laughs> something dope like that. You know yeah, what I mean? That'd be pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, that that's cool. And then, um, 
acting too, man. That seems like a cool thing, man. It seems like that's a real test of your like how comfortable you are and absolutely. Like, yeah, that one seems gnarly to do. I've thought of that before. There's some people that can just do it pretty well, you know. Yeah. Seems fun, man. For sure, it's just kind of meeting the right people and timing, you know. You could definitely be a skateboarder in a movie, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> you fucking nailed that already, dude. <laughs> and you could be a weightlifter. You could be like in a like an Arnold Schwarzenegger cover. Like you could be Arnold. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's dream shit, bro. Bro, that's the goal right there. <laughs> I've seen Arnold before in person. What you met him? I, I I didn't like personally meet him, but I saw him in person. Wow, it's like seeing a unicorn. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. I was like, what the? No way. He's like, get all the words. Yeah, he's such a fucking <laughs> bro. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, Nick, check it. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah classic, dude, classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is completely random, but um, do you have like a set schedule for your videos on YouTube? Like, how often do you put them out? Yeah, I do two per week. I was I was doing like every Wednesday I'd release like a cheat day video and then every Saturday I'd do like a training or nutrition one like my workouts and like basically like normal days of eating but now it's like I just do two per week when they come out they come out you know yeah opposed to like just kind of having like a deadline where it's like oh shit I need a video for this day like and like having to rush say it and edit faster you know it's like I'd rather just take my time make it good and when it comes out it comes out but like it's usually always two videos per week yeah that's good that's good advice because like i i've watched tons of videos and i've watched all like a lot of the ones on youtube too and a lot of them like they just put they say shit like that like try to do this that that and it's kind of misleading or whatever i feel like with youtube or whatever with content it's like got to be natural you got to figure it out like you got to get into it figure out what you're doing see how much time you can allot to it and make it good and like it's like uh, something you adjust and tweak. So you seem to have like a comfortable you balance with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's your time. And if you OD on that, it's just like, it's not good for you either. Dude, you know? I spend so much time editing. It's insane. Yeah. You know, yeah. cheat day videos take a long time. Like, it can be anywhere from like seven to 10 hours, you know, for one of the videos. But it's like, you know, I don't like people to get bored. So it's like, I'll I'll try to make it as interesting as possible. Like, if I'm talking, I'm talking, but then, like, if I'm going to, like, eat and I'm sitting there chewing food, I'll bring the music up and, like, maybe speed it up. So it's, like, there's always something going on. So it's not just, like, you're just getting bored, you know? Yeah. There's no drag. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. It seems like a personal, like, you just kind of figure it out. You get in there and your channel forms over time. A lot of people always giving out advice as, like, how to become an in- YouTube in- influencer yeah. or whatever. And it's, like. Yeah, the tips kind of help, but you're still going to have to figure out what works for you. And yeah. like, what works for one won't necessarily work for the next, you know? Absolutely. And you, you got to see what your audience responds to. You know what I mean? So it's like I started doing like cheat day videos and like, dude, it was insane. Like people were just like, please make more. Like, you know, so I started doing one every single week since 2018. And it's like, bro, it, it's been helping my, my channel grow a lot. It's been bringing in like more subscribers. And it's also been like helping a lot of people like I get messages daily about how like my videos has have changed their life and like how they have a better relationship with food and like they can really enjoy themselves instead of like 
looking at like say like sweets or something as like the enemy and they really have to stay away it's like i just show people how how to have a good balance you can enjoy yourself but it's like every day isn't a cheat day you know what i mean and a lot of people are like how do you stay in shape you know what i mean with eating all this food it's like i don't do this every day you know what i mean it's like i want you to go out and try and have a day where you just kind of enjoy yourself and then go back to normal the next six days out of the week you'll see that like your body just kind of balances itself out as long as like you're not eating like trash every single day. You know what I mean? So it comes down to. Yeah. Um, so a donut every day is not good. <laughs> I mean, one donut's all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like if you're eating like five or six and you're just like, oh, whatever, Nick does it. But it's like, I don't do it every day, you know? I'm On asking, the cheat. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, at one, point, at one point, I was having like a Dunkin' Donut every day with, like, a coffee, like, before I went to go work out, you know what I mean, I just kind of use it as, like, fuel, and then the rest of my food throughout the day would be, like, healthy food, you know what I mean, like, fruits, vegetables, quality meat protein, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, one donut a day isn't going to hurt you, as long as, like, you're actually using your body, you do some type of activity, you know what I mean, do some exercise, weight train, skateboard, you know what I mean, you can get away with it, but if you're somebody who just kind of sits around, does nothing all day, like, it's, like, your body was meant to be used. You know what I mean? It's like people really age. If you think about like old people, you know what I mean? Like when they retire and then they just sit down in the house and watch TV all day, they age so fast. Like if they would just get up, go for walks, maybe do a little bit of resistance training, some, some cardio exercise. Like dude, it really helps you stay young. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I always think of it as like we're meat sacks and there's like energy moving through the meat sack that's animating it. You know, you got it. You got to use it if you don't it's just like a waste yeah. and if you're just eating shitty then you're just like your energy's not flowing and you're not animated you know yeah and it stores in your body like if you don't like if we don't do physical things it's just like those and that energy stores in your body so you're like stiff and you hold it and you're like it's crazy exercise helps a lot man absolutely man it makes you feel good too you know i've been swimming a lot that's been really good yeah swimming's great just like on the joints, low impact, like I can really, it helps me have body awareness because I'm in the water. So you just, for whatever reason, you can like less gravity so you can feel everything a little more and stretch everything out. And like, yeah, it helps. It feels like it helps speed up recovery because I'm like, you know, you're stiff and you go in the pool and then I can stretch way easier because yeah, you know, like, yeah, Getting that circulation in there. Yeah, that's a big one too, mm-hmm. man. It's funny when I was growing up, my mom always would complain about arthritis and she'd have pain and like I've always like I could never tell if she was like it was for real or not you know like and I'm sure it was you know because she didn't move that much she wasn't very active so like arthritis probably hurts way more if you're not like trying to move around absolutely yeah yeah like that's why I'm constantly moving I'm always stretching always doing something because I just like think of my mom with our arthritis and I'm like yeah I'm I'm probably prone to it and, like, if I stop moving, I'm just going to become, like, crusty and arthritic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but swimming's been helping a lot with that. that yeah, that's swimming's like, great, bro. Yeah. How's your brother doing? He's good, man. He, he just had a baby. So I'm, I'm an uncle now. Yeah. yeah. He named his baby uh, Indy Low. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. You're joking. So, I swear to God. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Indy Lowe Dumpier. Wow. Yeah, dude, she's so adorable, bro. Oh, my God. 
I bet, dude. It's George is a really good looking kid, bro. And yeah. you're a model, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are beautiful, except your sexiness. <laughs> I always say that to like the young dudes I'm hanging out with. I'm like, dude, you're beautiful. Just embrace it, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have my homie who was it? Uh, I was skiing with a little dude. I want to say it was Talon or someone. He's just this little guy who's like, he must be like nine years old. And uh, he took his shirt off because it was so hot at the skate park. And he's like, He's like, can I take my shirt off? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I'm wicked skinny. I'm like, who can? <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, I'm wicked skinny. I'm like, dude. Nobody cares. And then he took it off and he was skating around. And he like forgot he had it off. He wasn't self-conscious. And then I was like, we walked by some girls. I'm like, watch out. Muscles coming through. Muscles. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He was fucking killing it the rest of the day. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, man. I, it's I'm hyped that you're doing the YouTube stuff, man. That's cool that it's impacted people's lives and uh, it's rad you get to connect with people over something healthy, man. And yeah. Brad, I'm really stoked that you uh, you were you worked really hard and you made it so far in skateboarding, and then you had the bump in the road and in life, and just like I'm sure there was more than one, but you had a major one, and then you had a chance to redefine yourself and keep growing, and um, it's cool to see you do that. Since yeah, I've known you, since you're so little, dude, it's just like you meet people in life and you don't never know where they're going to go. And it's amazing to see you like live up to the hype, you know, like everyone's always like Nick Dompierre, like he's so gnarly on a skateboard. Like everybody, all the feedback I ever get is like, yo, that guy is so good, you know, and it's good to know that like the same characteristics you have translate to, to more things besides just skateboarding, you know, yeah. that you were able to wit, uh, realize that and apply yourself to other things, you know, like you've, uh, it's good to see your character grow. Oh yeah. Thanks man. Yeah. I man. appreciate it. No worries. Um, if people want to check out your stuff, man, just direct them wherever so they can do that. And I'll put links too, but please let them know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Dompierre. Um, Twitter's the same thing. I don't really use Twitter too much. Um, YouTube is Nick Dompierre. My website is www.nickdompierre.com. And yeah, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So I try to like keep up with all my DMs and everything and try to respond to everybody, comments and everything. It's a lot of work, but I get it done. And I appreciate, you know, everybody's support. Hell yeah, Nick. Thanks for coming on the show again. Definitely, man. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, I'll uh, try to link up at the end of the month of September. That would be awesome. Yeah. Definitely. If you're in town, even if like it's only like an hour, I'll try to get on my way to come see you too. So. Yeah, man, that'd be great. Hell yeah, Nick. Thanks. All right, brother. Later, man. Oh,